Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News. Monday, November 6, 2023. Stand up for your country. Incredibly busy day. Israel. Trump testifying in New York. You can imagine what that was. And uh, a new polling um, result that shocked, and I mean that word literally, the Biden administration. So we're going to get to all of them. But first, anti-Semitism. That is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. So that word's thrown around now very casually, and I don't think that's a good thing. So let's let's define it. The dictionary definition is, quote, hostility toward or discrimination against Jews as a religious, ethnic or racial group. Okay, so that's anti-Semitism. It's solely within the Jewish precincts. Now, we are seeing it play out in the Hamas attack on Israel. If you do not support Israel, the government of Israel, then you're not necessarily anti-Semitic. There are a lot of Israelis who don't like the Netanyahu government. Okay, so it doesn't have anything to do with politics. But if you do support the Hamas mass murder of Israeli civilians, then you are anti-Semitic. Just as you would be anti-American if you supported the Al-Qaeda attack that killed civilians uh, in this country, 3,000 of them. So you'd be anti-American if you, if you supported Al-Qaeda. You're anti-Semitic if you support Hamas. That's it. There's no other component. That's the definition in the context of what's happening now. So some history. 
As you know, I wrote the book Killing Jesus, which is the best historical account of what happened to the Nazarene as a man. No Bible, no religion, bang. So anti-Semitism began with the execution of Jesus in Jerusalem at the behest of the temple authorities, the Sanhedrin, who were Jews. They wanted Jesus dead. He was far too powerful. The Romans went along with it. Okay? Oh, then after Jesus was executed, the Christian theology developed. Now, millions of Jews became Christian, but not all. So there were two separate religions, all right? Religious philosophies, let me put it that way. Christianity, Judaism. Some Christians blame the Jews for killing Jesus, their savior. Now that was wrong because many Jews in Jerusalem loved Jesus. Palm Sunday actually happened, where he was greeted, thousands of people. Okay. Then European society develops after the fall of Rome into medieval times. Stay with me here. Okay, I can see your eyes glaze over. In Europe, it was a sin for Christians to lend money with interest. You can lend money, but no interest. The Jewish religion, there was no prohibition. So, some Jews became money lenders with interest. And if you couldn't pay the interest back, the merchant seized your land. That put the Jews in a hated class. That extends to this day. All right. Those are the two drivers of historical anti-Semitism. Enter the USA. So the people from Europe migrating to America take their prejudices with them. And they're handed down and handed down and handed down. Now, I grew up in Levittown. Christians, Jews live side by side. There wasn't really any anti-Semitism. We all played baseball and football and basketball together. You know, it was a different culture. I went to Catholic school. My friends, some of them went to Hebrew school. But there was no strife. Right? It just didn't happen. So, in other parts of the country where we weren't living in that close proximity, anti-Semitism took root. And that's what you see today. Then the political component comes in when Israel is mandated by the UN in 1948 after the Holocaust as a country. Problem was, Arabs and Muslims were already living side by side with Jews in the area they call Palestine. Jews were there, but the Muslims and the Arabs were there too. Clash, 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 clash all day long. And that brings us up to today, where the far left 
sympathizes with the Arabs and believes that Israel is a fascist nation. Some of that, most of that probably is anti-Semitism. Some of it's political, but it's driven by the progressive far left in America. That's who you see screaming that Hamas is okay or justified or whatever crazy thing they're doing. But if you do that again, if you think that terrorist groups have the right to slaughter Jewish civilians, you are anti-Semitic. You are a hater. And that's the memo. All right, quick on uh, President Biden. Um, He delivers some remarks on Bidenomics in uh, Delaware. He promises another hundred billion for Amtrak. I don't know how many. Is it a trillion dollars on Amtrak since it was invented? I I mean, it goes on and on and on. Uh, But Biden has not. uh, We reported this on Thursday, has not cut one thing from the federal budget, not one. No cuts, just more, 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 more. And that's insane. Recession and inflation are here. Gas, housing, and everyday goods are up, way up. And you want to be ready for any situation. So what would you do if there's no food on the shelf? Arc Heirloom Seeds are here to help. Did you know 99% of seeds sold today can't reproduce? With Heirloom Seeds, you only have to plant once. Then you can grow year after year, giving you and your family stability and security because things are getting crazy out there. Our all-in-one seed kit provides everything you need to grow your own food. This premium seed kit has over 65 varieties, 50,000 seeds in stores for 15 years. You'll also get our exclusive seed guide to make growing a no-brainer. Arc Seed Kits is a family-owned and operated business and the most trusted name in the nation for over 15 years. Our mandate is to get heirloom seeds into every home in America. Go to arcseedkits.com today and get free shipping by entering promo code podcast. That's arkseedkits.com, promo code podcast. Get your seeds, get prepared, get growing. arcseedkits.com. Did you know every day is a perfect day for peace of mind? With American Home Shield Warranty, you are covered for unexpected breakdowns like leaky faucets or faulty water heaters. Choose a plan that fits your budget and rest easy knowing repairs and replacements are taken care of. Simply contact American Home Shield when an issue arises and their trusted pros will handle it according to your coverage. Don't let worries about appliances and home systems weigh you down. Celebrate the reassurance of protection. Don't worry, be warranty. For 20% off plans, visit ahs.com slash bill. For more details, see ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. New Jersey residents, the product is being offered is a service contract and is separate and distinct from any product or service warranty, which may be provided by the home builder or manufacturer. Okay, let's go overseas. It looks like um, any moment the Israeli army is going to go into Gaza. They've surrounded it. North Gaza, Gaza City. Soldiers are going to go in. They're going to try to find Hamas terrorists and kill them. That happened any moment. Already there's been shellings, and you all know what's been going on there, if you follow the news. Um, We're going to be fair and report it accurately. That's what we're going to do. I've said this. 
Hamas makes, I mean, you can call them anything you want, but they're not lying. They can do say, we want to kill every Jew we can kill. So what do you do? It's kill or be killed. Palestinians are trapped, but the Palestinians overwhelmingly support Hamas. There you go. That's war. So I looked around uh, to uh, get the best guess was we always do on the No Spin News, who really knows uh, what's happening in the world of terrorism and, and things like that. So the man's name is Ambassador Robert O'Brien. You may know him. Uh, I've seen him on uh, other programs. He uh, was a former national security advisor to Donald Trump, 2019 to 21. Before that, special presidential envoy for hostage affairs. And uh, Ambassador O'Brien really helped us with Killing the Killers, which I think is the best book on terrorism. I see, I'm bragging here, Killing Jesus, the best book I've yet. But if you really want to know about terrorism in a modern world, killing kills book for you. Anyway, the ambassador joins us now from Salt Lake City. So number one, um, how did the Trump administration, when you were inside it as the uh, national security advisor, keep a lid on Hamas Israel? How did you guys do that? So, Bill, it's a great question. And it goes back to uh, Ronald Reagan. It's called Peace with Strength. When you're strong and your adversaries know that you're going to stand by your allies and that you're going to be tough, uh, the world is a more peaceful place. Our allies are safer and America is safer. And that's true for Ukraine. It's true for Taiwan. It's true for Israel. We've got three great uh, adversaries, Russia, which is since the Trump administration has invaded Ukraine, Iran, which has essentially invaded uh, Israel through Hamas, its cat's paw. And now we're waiting for the other shoe to drop with what's going to happen with Xi Jinping and China and Taiwan. So. Unfortunately, weakness begets uh, is provocative and it, it begets uncertainty and, and our adversaries attempt to take advantage of it. And uh, when we were strong, this didn't happen. When we were weak or appeared to be weak, it does uh, happen. Me, and, and that's a concern. Give, give the audience an example of strength. I mean, you're obviously saying that Biden is a weak president and the villains are taking care, uh, advantage of that weakness. But give me an example, a specific example of Hamas Israel and what the Trump administration administration did to to forestall military action? Yeah, so another great question, Bill. So it goes, I'd like to take a look at the Abraham Accords. We brought peace to the Middle East. We brought peace to Israel and Bahrain and Morocco and Sudan. And the way we got there is we recognized Israel's right to have a capital in Jerusalem. We moved the embassy to Jerusalem. And you'll remember people said, you can't do that. The Arab streets are going to go nuts. There'll be a war. But we moved the embassy and we said, this is where we're, we're planting our flag. We've recognized Israeli sovereignty over the Golan Heights. And that, that, again, sent a message that we're standing by our allies in Israel. For the UAE, we put maximum pressure on Iran. And Iran had, we almost eliminated their, their foreign currency reserves when we left office. They had $4 billion in foreign currency reserves because we enforced sanctions against them. Today, they have $70 billion. They're a rich country. And what have they done with that money? With either the, the oil sales, the hostage ransom, the $6 billion hostage ransom? They've used it to support Hamas and Hezbollah and their other their other uh, Khatib Hezbollah in Iraq, uh, the Houthis in Yemen. And so we starved Iran. We gave the UAE the weapons it needed, the Patriot missiles. We, and we, we took care of Israel. And, and so the, our Arab allies realized America was there. We were strong. And, and this sort of thing wouldn't have happened. Now, you were the top hostage guys. 
And Hamas is holding, you know, a considerable number of hostages now. Is there any way that you would see that the Biden could do uh, Biden administration could do more than it's doing now to try to get those people out? Are they missing something? Look, I, I, I know some of the things that are going on, and so I don't want to interfere with any negotiations they've got going. But I think they're, they are doing the right thing with Qatar. Uh, Qatar's been a, a, an ally. I know people have been upset with Qatar because some of the Hamas leadership is there. But uh, Qatar is working to try and get the American hostages out with the Biden administration. Uh, what I've said before is that we needed to forward deploy our Delta forces and our Navy SEAL teams into the Sinai on the, on the south side of the Gaza Strip in Egypt and into Israel. So that when Israel goes into Gaza City and, and opportunities arise to, to rescue a hostage or two or four or five, you know, keep in mind they'll probably be dispersed and be in the tunnels. But we need to have our guys there, our, our hostage rescue specialists there to help the Israelis because they're going to be outmanned and, uh, and there's so many hostages that they're not going to have enough special forces to get them all. So I, I think our, our, our folks need to be on the ground, our specialists, uh, to retrieve those hostages when the opportunity arises. Now, why would Hamas, um, they know they're not going to beat Israel militarily. Um, why now? You know, Biden's got one more year. Um, why, what are they hoping to accomplish other than a worldwide um, conflict, which some people think will happen? I don't think it will. Uh, but what's motivating Hamas to move now? I, I think they saw a gap. They saw city of Afghanistan in a chaotic environment and, and situation. They they watched uh, you, Russia invade Ukraine. They probably figured our hands were full with other crises, especially in, in Europe. And they thought they had an opportunity to take the Israelis out. The other thing is the, the Iranians have been very, very uh, aggressive over the past year or two with all the money they've, they've made from their oil sales since the sanctions have been lifted or or, the, or a blind eyes been turned, I should put it, to the, their sale of oil. And so they've got a lot, Hamas is a lot of money. They've been being trained for a year or two. And I think they also saw Israel divided internally on the judicial reform and politically and thought they had a, an opportunity here. I think they made a huge mistake. And uh, I think the Israelis are going to unite. You've seen a, a very professional, very well thought out, deliberate uh, military operation to surround Gaza City. They'll now go into Gaza City, they'll destroy the tunnels, and they'll destroy Hamas. Because it goes to your point earlier, uh, Bill, the, the, these, these Hamas aren't even terrorists. They're a bunch of serial killers. It'd be like if you had Ted Bundy living next door and he killed one of your kids and someone said, well, just yeah. build a bigger wall and give him some more food and maybe he won't kill the rest of your kids. Any I mean, rational they, they, person, they, 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 any rational they person take knows that you got to break this movement um, and you got to break it now. Final question. And I, this is a speculative question that I don't really, I, I'm not comfortable in that zone, but you know more than anybody about it. Do you believe that Israel will directly attack Iran? Iran's behind the Hamas movement. Without Iran, Hamas can't do anything, pretty much. Um, they have to get the mullahs approval, and the mullahs, as you just pointed out, assist them. Do you believe that Israel will take action directly against Iran? Well, I think Israel would prefer not to. Uh, they've, they've got Hamas in the south. They've got Hezbollah up in the north in Lebanon. I think the Israelis would like to take out Hamas. And I think if Hezbollah uh, gets uh, frisky and, and starts to in, engage with Israel and tries to support Hamas, I think the Israelis will take care of Hamas first and then take care of Hezbollah. I think they'd like to avoid a, a long-range battle against uh, Iran. 
But on the other hand, if the Iranians get involved and shoot missiles at uh, Israel, that would be a huge mistake because right, they'd really be able to reach to, to get them. And, and right. I think they would. So I, I think so, without a, a direct Iranian attack on Israel, I think that the Israelis will hold off. When you were in office, were you and the president, Trump at the time, confident that Israel could militarily take out Iran's nuclear campaign, what they were doing to develop the nukes, which you assume they're still doing. Were you confident that Israel had the power to destroy that? Given enough time, Bill, the problem is they don't have the long-range aircraft that they need, so there's a lot of refueling involved, and there's a lot of sorties for their F-15s, their Strike Eagles, to get to, to Tehran and to the, this, the nuclear sites. They hit them, they'll have to hit them multiple times. They don't have the, they don't have the B-52s or the B-1s like we do. Or uh, the B twenty one that's coming online. So yeah. Israel could do it. It would take time. And the problem with the, with the time is, as you've seen with the the engagement with Hamas, it, the world doesn't give Israel much time. We, we went into Afghanistan. Everyone knew we were going to stay there as long as it took to get the job done. The Israelis are going to get two to four weeks before the the pressure on them gets too heavy uh, for them to continue. And so again, like like Hamas taking out the Iranian nuclear facilities, if it, if Israel did it alone without the United States help, they could do it, but it would take them a while. Okay. Uh, I want to thank you again publicly for helping me with killing the killers. Couldn't have done it without you. And everything that you told, everything that you told Martin Dugar and I, 100% true, because of course we checked it. Um, and um, I really appreciate you doing that. That It meant a lot. And millions of people have, written, have read the book so that they have this primer on what kind of a dangerous world indeed still today that we live in. Ambassador, all good things to you, and I hope we can talk again soon. Thanks. Who was there for the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who is helping our nation's homeless veterans? And who is helping our nation keep its vow to never forget 9-11? I'll tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The foundations in the line of duty programs honor our nation's heroes and their families. That includes its Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs. The foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year. Dozens of golf outings and barbecues. And the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is helping to educate kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day, 9-11. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. This charity keeps its word and honors our nation's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Hey guys, it's Vivek Ramaswamy here, inviting you to listen to my podcast, Truth. We just relaunched it after the campaign, and we are already riding up the podcast charts. Here's why. I think that hard, in-depth conversations about the tough issues is the only way we're going to get this country back. Because make no mistake, we are currently in a war for the future of America, and you cannot win a war unless you're willing to speak the truth. If you want standard conservative talking points, this podcast is not for you, but if you want to go deeper and hear the conversations you're not going to find anywhere else, the conversations that will challenge you, that will challenge me, then subscribe to Truth with Vivek Ramaswamy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And I promise you, you're going to cover terrain that you're not going to hear elsewhere. All right, let's go to uh, the New York Times poll. This is unbelievable. So New York Times and Siena College, smaller state uh, 
New York College, good school. Um, they have a poll. And they sampled 3,662 registered voters. That's massive. All right. Republican 49, Democrat 45. Okay, this is across the country now. And here's what they came up with. They queried people in six swing states. Nevada, Trump 52, Biden 41. Michigan, Trump 48, Biden 43. Georgia, Trump 49, Biden 43. Pennsylvania, Trump 48, Biden 44. Wisconsin, the only state Biden is ahead in this poll, 47-45. Arizona, 49-44, Trump. Now, that is, that has sent shock waves through the Democratic Party. I'm not surprised. Um, things are so bad in this country for the folks, not the pinheads in D.C. or Manhattan or in Los Angeles. The folks. They know there's something wrong with Biden. Okay, another poll. American Pulse Research. 568 respondents, Republican 34, Democrat 39. Question number one, do you think the world is safer today than it was before Joe Biden became president? Safer 25%, less safe 56%. Who are the 25% to think the world's safer? And these are zombies, non-thinking ideologues. Question number two. Among the four issues, which do you support the most? Strengthening border security, 80% of Americans support that. Support for Israel, 75%. Interesting number. Support for Ukraine, 67. Taiwan, 64. Republican primary. Trump 61%, DeSantis 12, Haley 10. Democrat preference. Remember, there's not a real primary. Biden 38, Gavin Newsom 17, Bernie Sanders 10, Kamala Harris 1%. That is stunning. All right. So let's go to the guy who put that poll together. His name is Dustin Olson. He uh, comes to us from Washington, D.C. He's the host of a podcast, Political Trade Secrets. We like that podcast. This is not, by the way, and Dustin, I'm sorry to intrude on your time. This is not a podcast. This is a broadcast. Dustin does a podcast. All right. So what's the big takeaway from you from this poll? So we got into a lot of different issues. You just highlighted some of them. And I would say that that number that you started off with, that, that so many people think that this country and the world is less safe since Biden became president. And it's interesting as I look at the numbers, uh, really his disapproval seems to track with what people think about the economy right now. But I have a feeling that over the next year, as things change in Ukraine and things change in Israel, where he's doing a little bit better on his approval, that uh, it might start to track one of the most shocking numbers, which 
is the uh, disapproval on the border, which um, people know that you were one of the first people to really highlight this as an issue. And it's amazing here in 2023 that this really could be the undoing of an American president. And, you know, there's no way to defend it. Now, Biden runs around going, Bidenomics is doing great and blah, 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 blah. He's running against a grocery store and a gas station. So that is fairly self-evident. Now, you also have another, I, I don't know whether you want to scoop yourself or not, but you got something else important coming out this week, right? Um, well, so one of the things that uh, I think that you probably are referring to is one of the most interesting questions that we asked in this survey is, um, I hadn't seen anybody else asked it, is do people believe that uh, college campuses have become a breeding ground for anti-Semitism? And, and it's really quite shocking to me, and I think quite shocking to the country, that 57% of the country believes that that is actually the case. And by far, actually, if you don't mind me look at my notes real quick, because I actually have an interesting breakdown for you on uh, Republicans and independents and Democrats. 77% of Republicans agree with that statement that campuses have now become a breeding ground for anti-Semitism, and 66% of independents agree with that. Yeah. Democrats, 36%. You know, this is the far left that dominates many college campuses now. They hate Israel, as we've been over and over and over again. I don't know if it's rank anti-Semitism so much among the children, because most college kids are children. They don't know anything. Um, as they're captives by the far left ideology. Last question, Justin. Um, when you see that Trump has the nomination locked, I mean, yeah. I can't see, there's no way he's not going to be the nominee for the GOP grand old party. But Biden, I don't think he's going to make it. Do you have an opinion on that? So, well, the first thing I thought is, I've, you, last time we talked, we talked about, you know, this really, this primary was over at that time. So we just, we just decided to ask the American people, what do you think? What do the Republican primary voters think? And Trump had 61% from primary voters in support. However, it's almost 70% think that the primary is over and he's effectively the nominee. And I think that that's where the primary is going on that side. It is very clear, though, that Democrats, when we ask them, do they want Biden to be on the ticket, 36% said they uh, definitely want him, and 35% said they wanted somebody else. So that's what we asked the next question is, who would you like? And uh, Gavin Newsom is obviously uh, coming right. uh, close to, to Biden on that. But they don't know anybody else, so uh, it's going to be a real disaster for them. So the uh, podcast, again, is Political Trade Secrets, and you would we um, you should check that out. Doesn't uh, just keep us posted with all your data. We really appreciate you coming on today. All right, RFK Jr. is not really a factor yet in the presidential race. I do not believe he will become one. The polls show that maybe he'll get two, three percent of the vote, and it won't really have much of a uh, sway one way or the other. But I did not know this. Uh, last week, somebody tried to break into Kennedy's house in Los Angeles. And in September, uh, somebody impersonating a U.S. Marshal showed up at one of his rallies. So the Kennedy people have asked for uh, Secret Service protection and sent 11 pages to the Secret Service of the reasons why. And Biden turned them down through the Homeland Security Department. Th I don't that's 
inexplicable. If I'm president, why wouldn't I give RFK Jr. with the legacy of his family Secret Service protection when he can document that this has some problems? Why? Now, we asked the Biden administration, it's gobbledygook. All right, well, uh, you know, at this time, not warranted. What's going on? I, I don't know. I'll find out, but I don't know. All right, Trump, New York, uh, you know all about it. Okay, so civil suit um, filed by Attorney General uh, Letitia James in New York, an avid progressive leftist who ran on getting Trump. That is a fact. What I just told you is a fact. She is in the courtroom, okay? Why? Attorneys general don't usually go into courtrooms. She's there. Why? Because she wants to be governor. And she thinks if she can convict Trump on the civil beef, that she'll be the next governor of the state. That's why this is all politics. If Trump's name was O'Reilly, well, I shouldn't say O'Reilly. He should probably come after me, too. But if Trump's name was Jack Smith, he wouldn't be sitting there. So Trump in the courtroom is insulting the judge, is insulting the attorney general. You know, this is what Trump does. And the judge tells him to stop and Trump won't stop because Trump wants to provoke the judge into doing something that could throw the whole thing into chaos. That's what Trump did today. Before the hearings began, both James and Trump had their say. Go. Mr. Trump has repeatedly and consistently misrepresented and inflated his, the value of his assets. And before he takes the stand, I am certain that he will engage in name calling and taunts and race baiting and call this a witch hunt. But at the end of the day, the only thing that matters are the facts and the numbers. And numbers, my friends, don't lie. Thank you. And you have a racist attorney general who made some terrible statements, and we just see some more that came over the wires today. It's a very sad situation for our country. We shouldn't have this. This is for third world countries. And it's very unfair. It's very unfair. But in the meantime, the people of the country understand it. They see it. And they don't like it. They don't like it. Because it's uh, political warfare. Now, I don't know what happened, but I do know there's no complainant. All the banks got paid back. I don't know why this is happening. And I do believe, as an American, this is political. On Meet the Press, uh, Zelensky, the president of Ukraine, invited Trump to visit Ukraine. In a very unusual statement, here's what the former president said. Quote, I have great respect for President Zelensky, but think it would be inappropriate to go to Ukraine at this time. The Biden administration is currently dealing with him, and I would not want to create a conflict of interest, unquote. That is an excellent statement. Excellent. I wish Trump would do more of that, you know? Rather than the personalizing everything, that, that's exactly what Trump should have said. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Smart life. Nerd wallet. So I, I get a lot of mail about people getting ripped off. And I'm going to deal with that in the final thought of the day. Okay. So we found this website. It's free. Cost you nothing. And it's comparative. So... I had a ridiculous boost in my uh, auto and home insurance. I dumped my company, Allstate, okay? Dumped them across the board. They couldn't justify it. I shopped around. I got another company. I'm not going to tell you what it was because they may not turn out to be great either. I'm not recommending anything here. I'm telling you that just like you, I'm getting hosed. Everybody's getting hosed. This nerd wallet gives you comparisons on credit card, bank interest, travel, personal loans, mortgages, insurance premiums, student loans, on and on and on and on. This is good. Nerdwallet.com. Jeff Bezos trucking it out of Washington State, moving to Florida. It's going to cost Washington State over a billion dollars in tax revenue because Bezos, one of the richest men in the world, Washington State passed a law that if you have capital gains and you make more than 250000 a year, you have to pay 7% of every capital gain you got. Well, wealthy people are going to go by, see you Seattle, see you Spokane, and they're going to Florida because they don't have a capital gains there. Jeff Bezos. This day in history, November 6, 2012, President Obama defeats Mitt Romney. Okay, and here was the electoral vote. Obama, 332. Romney, 206. Popular vote, 66 million Obama, 61 Romney. Black vote, 93% Obama, 6% Romney. Now, the reason, there were a couple of reasons Romney lost. Number one, he didn't confront Obama in any meaningful way about Obama's socialistic tendencies. Romney wouldn't do it. Okay, and he put Paul Ryan, uh, former Speaker of the House from Wisconsin, on the second ticket. Ryan was a total waste of time, brought Romney no votes. He lost. Romney lost Wisconsin, home state to Ryan. If Romney had been smart, which he wasn't, he would have put a conservative on the two. Because Romney's a moderate. Nothing wrong with that. But what did you get out of Ryan? Zero. End of the week, I'm going to tell you an interesting story. Uh, I want my producer to remind me about the Romney-Obama uh, run. That was the only time 
that I got kind of testy with the Fox News management. I'll tell you about it later on in the week. All right, quick break. Mail, final thought about getting ripped off. Let's go to the mail. We got Jillian, concierge member. Jillian gets access to me directly. I live in Illinois downstate. There's a big difference between us and Chicago. We do not vote for Pritzker. Fortunately, Chicago dominates. That's right. All Palestinians don't like Hamas, but they're suffering because Hamas rules, just like you're suffering because of Pritzker. D, love you, Bill. However, I believe the Dems have mastered the art of the steel. It really doesn't matter how the people vote. I know there's people who believe that, but each state controls its own vote. Some states are corrupt. We're watching them. It's going to be harder to be corrupt this time, though, in 24. Everybody's watching. David Langston, Paducah, Kentucky. Bill, you try to think of a weaker attorney general than Merrick Garland. What about Nixon's John Mitchell? He actually went to prison. He went to prison after he left the office. It is a valid debate. But because Garland has politicized the Justice Department so much, Mitchell was just trying to help Nixon. Maybe I'm diminishing uh, Mitchell, but I think Garland's worse. Robert Holkin, Houston, Texas. Bill, your history lessons are excellent. Uh, today, there's a tendency to criticize Mayorkas, Garland, Ray, and others. History focuses on James Buchanan as the worst president. I submit Joe Biden is the root problem of everything wrong in this country. I don't disagree with that. Biden, to me, is the second worst president ever. Larry Dixon, Alamosa, Colorado. Bill, please share your insights about the uh, Trump ballot situation in Colorado trying to keep them off the ballot. They're not going to be able to do that. It'll get to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court's not going to let that happen. So that's not going to happen. I wouldn't worry about it. Eileen Jerome, Granville, Massachusetts. I've wondered how the news reports the southern border. They say there have been this number of encounters with people on a terror and watch list. What happens to those terrorists? They deport them. Unless they have an act of warrant, but they don't let them in on the terror watch list. Gary Garlick, uh, Spring Lake, Michigan. I listen to you every day, O'Reilly. I read all your books, just starting Killing the Witches. You always give us fact-based news. That is, and I watch you with Cuomo most Wednesdays. I'll be with Cuomo on Wednesday again this week. Tonight on Leland Verdard on News Nation, 7 o'clock. Fact-based is what I do. That's why we can back everything up. Stuart Wheeler, Graham Washington, been watching uh, the, your show for 20 years, read all the Killing Books, excellent series. I think they should be required reading in schools. If they all 13 Killing Books were required reading, be a much smarter country. I'll tell you that. All right, let's go to the uh, Christmas store, BillOReilly.com. We got all 13 books for you. And if you uh, buy them in our bundle, you get uh, free the live show that I did a couple of weeks ago on Long Island, only you get that. Not going to be seen by any other person. This is worth it. And then we have all other kinds of uh, stuff. If you become a premium or concierge member, you get Killing the Witches or any of the other books that I've written free of charge. Cacophony, word of the day. I love the word. Cacophony just rolls off the tongue. C-A-C. P-H-O and why? No cacophony right now. It's back with a final thought in a moment. Okay, final thought of the day. So I am besieged by mail. I'm thousands of letters. 
And it comes two ways. The regular mail, bill at BillOReilly.com, bill at BillOReilly.com, name and town, of course. And those are the ones I just read. Then there's a concierge mail, okay, where you get, this is a program where you get a private email to me, okay? We don't give that out. We don't give names out. You are protected by us if you are a concierge member. And always will be. They could waterboard me. I wouldn't give you up. There are two themes coming in on a concierge ban now. People getting ripped off. I mean, big companies refusing to refund, you know, making mistakes and not rectifying, on and on and on and on. That's number one. Um, and even in a local town, some, some people are pulling at. They don't do what they say they're going to do. You can't get your money back. Every American should be familiar with small claims court in your county. Every county in the country has small claims court. And it doesn't cost you. It's a filing fee. It's very minimal. Know where it is. Go down and protect yourself. You may not have to use it, but know what the process is. Believe me, you file against somebody in small claims court, they have to appear. They're not going to want to. That's how you get your money back. And you can sue them for more. You can sue them for uh, any inconvenience, mental destroy, whatever it may be. Now, there is a limit. All right. That's why they call it small claims. But Americans need to know what is available. I, I, nobody knows about small claims court. You got to check it out. Check it out on the Internet. They'll tell you everything about it, where it is, what you got to do, how much it costs. Protect yourself. Second thing is, there is some really, really intense stuff coming in here on the concierge ban. If somebody does something to you or threatens you or is violent or anything like that, you got to get down to the police station and get it on the record. You go to the desk sergeant. If you don't have a local police, you go to the county, the sheriff. And, and you say, look, I'm afraid of this person. They're going to do violence. Get it on the record. So if it ever happens, you've already got it there. And that puts pressure on the law enforcement agency to help you. And almost 100% of the death sergeants are going to be very helpful to you. That's what they do. So concierge membership is an insurance policy for you. BillOReilly.com concierge member. When you have a problem, you send me what the problem is, and I'll tell you, you know, or sometimes we can solve it for you, but not most of the time we can direct you, okay? But in your life, you've got to protect yourself. I'm just shocked at how many Americans don't do that. If there's an irrational neighbor or family member or somebody's bullying your kid or whatever it may be, got to go on the record. You have to. And if you get ripped off, don't take it. Toddle on down to that small claims court. You got to have the stuff. You got to document it all. Fight back. Protect yourself. So important in our rapidly declining social situation where people's word don't mean anything anymore. Steal, they'll steal all day long. Protect yourself. Thank you very much for watching and listening to the No Spin News. Peek in the morning.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.